0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host for the most, Walt Van Dam. You are listening to the greatest podcast in the universe, Pumpkin 101. We need your help, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like you to be a monthly sponsor for the Pumpkin 101 podcast. So, to help us purchase new equipment and help us broaden our podcast, you have three different increments where you can have monthly contributions. You can go as low as $0.99 a month. You can go $4.99, or if you're really generous, $9.99 a month, which is basically nothing. You get to pay as little as that to listen to the greatest podcast in the universe. You got it made in the shade. So go to Anchor FM right now and check us out, Pumpkin101. and Help us out. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. we're
1: doing good we
2: got everyone
1: we got all oh, yeah. four of them
2: okay brian did you
0: want to start it up
1: or it's already going yeah. so let's go welcome 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 to another happy oh, nice. episode of pumpkin 101.
0: yes and we have two great co-hosts with us part of our pumpkin 101 family would you like to state your name
2: please who goes first <laughs> you can go first Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. This is Elizabeth Hopkins, aka Liz. Or oh, I could say Nurse Liz. <laughs> nurse <laughs> Liz. I I like the that. pandemic. Hello, nurse. Exactly. <laughs> so how are you there? I'm here. Sister okay.
1: friendly neighborhood tired makeup artist. <laughs> friendly neighborhood
2: tired makeup artist. <laughs> I am so
1: exhausted, guys. Go, Web Go. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Happy
0: So, Um, how's everyone
2: doing? How's everything been? It's been um, busy, chaotic. Yeah, yep. I uh, started my own business, so I'm doing my own consulting for long-term care, which is just awesome. Taking care of the seniors in our my local community. Um, you know, the pandemic really hit our seniors hard. Um, so many levels, from nursing home level to home care. Um, so just being able to, you know, um, you know, work with some individuals and help them with uh, either end-of-life care or um, help them to coordinate any kind of in-home services. I just I love taking care of older people. They're so cute and they have the best stories. Uh, like, are, you,
0: are you nervous oh. though about what's because the spike?
2: Um, you know, I as a nurse, you kind of always are prepared for like the worst-case scenario. So you know back in march um i remember when the first flight like, happened it was close to home um i literally thought i was going to end up like in an army tent down in new york city <laughs> you know, I, was, I was thinking you know that worst case scenario um i think that there's uh, some hope on the horizon with having a vaccination available soon um, but, um, you know, as a nurse, you kind of have like this thick skin where you can, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll take it, you know, you can handle it. But I know healthcare workers around the country are really, they're, they're burnt out, you know. So um, I'm really looking forward to being able to have our country come together, um, say, you know what, we need to get vaccinated, we need to get rid of this, um, this awful virus because, you know what, we may be tired of the virus, but it's certainly not tired of us
1: amen to that no 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 you know I was just agreeing with her you know because you know I'm done and over with this coronavirus but it's not quite done with us yet because we're now entering round two yeah my husband oh,
2: Ian have- and EMS is, is completely burnt out he's he's
0: done with it he's over it how many hours is he putting in there Emily
2: um, well right now he has only been putting in about thirty six hours a week. Um and that's because he works two jobs so um but he works whenever he can. Does uh, he volunteer? A- nope, he's uh he's paid for it. Okay. Awesome. Well thank him for his service and I'll tell you what, it's um first responders, firefighters, um, you know, nurses, doctors. You know, everyone involved, you know, in the hospital from supply chain all the way to the bedside nurse, um, you know, I think that um, are the toughest, yeah, the toughest warriors. Yeah, the toughest warrior is definitely, um, you know, hero is an understatement. Um, so if you ever in line in line next to someone who's headed the hospital, you know, give them a cup of coffee. There's, there's little things that we can do to really appreciate our community. Um, and I'll tell you what, nurses and, you know, EMS and first responders, there's there's a lot of thick skin that goes on with that kind of job, because it's not easy. You see a lot of really tough things, um, you know, from death to traumas to, um, no. you know, it's, it, and it, in a way, you get this kind of black humor behind it. That's how you, you handle it. Uh, if you've ever hung out with a, a couple of nurses in a room, you can have some pretty interesting conversations or a couple of EMS. Oh, yeah, I'm EMS an <laughs> yeah. too, and. I worked a little bit through the pandemic volunteering, and it was rough. It was rough because you have patients that just don't want to wear the mask. They don't want to comply with the COVID guidelines. They don't want to do any of it. You, like, I'm sorry. You, like, I have no choice. You're possible. not like, kidding you about it.
1: You are not definitely kidding about that. Okay, I work at a gas station, and I have customers coming in and out uh, not, um, uh, uh, with no mask on. And we tell them politely, it's like, hey, you know what, you know, can you please, you know, put on a mask? And they yell, they scream, and they cuss at us.
2: Yeah. It's like,
1: really? It's like, come on, guys, you know, I'm just trying to do my job here. I got a
0: quick question. I got a quick question. Yeah. If you own a business, can you, like, tell them you can't come in unless you wear a mask? I hear, like, conflicting reports. Sorry,
2: Yeah, it's a New York State Department of Health um, regulation. So, if you know... So, technically, yes. So, yes, exactly. So, you don't want to get closed down. You don't want to lose your business. So, um, like, you know, I go to Stewart's every day, get my coffee, whatever, and um, they have their sign right out front. And, you know, and that's the thing that you have to understand is that, or some people, you know, they tend to give, you know, the store owners a hard time, but they want to keep their they want to keep their business open. They want to keep their struggling businesses open. They want to uh, be able to, you know, accept people and, you know, and people can patronize these places, but they really have to, um, they have to listen to the guidelines. And and I saw the same thing. I was bringing my dad to a cardiology appointment um, about a month ago. And, you know, one of the gentlemen walked in for an appointment, they handed him a mask and he cussed out the nurses and they just said, laser put on your mask like it was kind of like you know like uh they'd they'd heard it a bunch of times before and um and um i think that you know this virus is like i said it's not sick of us although we're sick of it it doesn't see a political party it's it's a virus um it has um so many unneedful deaths suffering in our country i mean i feel lucky at this point to be one of the people who's never had it before um you know, I'm actually going to start, um, I signed up with CBS to do, a uh, um, uh, like the mass vaccinations, you know, cause I had a feeling that, um, you know, they're going to need a lot of nurses for that. So I've got my email today from, you know, getting ready to be, be part of helping, um, with, you know, the mass inoculation. It's, a uh, it's here, it's real. We have to kind of say, you know what, at the end of the day, um, there's been a lot of good things that came out of it. And if you can, like today I was driving to see one of my patients and, um, I was thinking of all the good people who came out and helped during the pandemic, like who made masks, um, who came together to make sure people had food, to check on their neighbors. Um, you know, I think if we can all step back and say, okay, this this happened, it really sucks, but what are like some of the really good things that you can pull out of it? And I think that's what kind of keeps my motor going, quite honestly. That's my fuel every day. Is, um, is, I like is seeing the Just real quick. Yeah. Um, sure.
0: One thing that I am very grateful for is even though this is a horrible situation we're all going through is I, I've been able to make a lot of new friends like you and Emily and you're both a part of this podcast. And I think that's a wonderful experience that I've gotten out of this. But I agree with what you said. Everyone needs to work together. And also on the flip side, it brings out like the worst in people. Some people are just, yeah. um, yep.
1: just nasty crazy. and evil.
0: And some of
2: them think yeah. it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, um, and I guess, you know, just seeing how it, even a virus can, like, divide along political lines, that was really disheartening because, um you know, my family's Republican, I'm a Democrat, you know, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it, it really, it, it was disheartening to see, like, um, so many, uh, like you said, some of the bad things that came out. um. And I think that stressful times bring out the worst and the best in people. Um, you know, it was a tough election. It's it's still a tough election. Is it still an election? I don't know. You
1: know. Actually, well, <laughs> it true. should be over now because technically it speaking, is, yes. yeah, it should be over now because technically speaking, Biden did win Georgia. Biden win. Biden won most of those states. What I'm really okay. mad about this whole entire election is this though. So, I cannot believe that our President Trump literally told America, hey, guess what? If you do vote for me, I will send out another um, relief check.
2: Right. You know
1: what I'm saying? I could not well, believe
0: that. I don't want to well, get
2: too – go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, he actually did go on the on the record yesterday saying that he would support the next stimulus bill. And I, you know what? That's the thing. It's like – they, right now, they have until Friday. They all, Democrats and Republicans, need to get their asses in gear, and they need to help out the average person out there who is going to have a really – who's going to have a homeless Christmas, possibly, if they don't get their shit together. Right. So I have to say that one of the things that I look at right now is, okay, election done. You have one huge bill that's going to save, you know
1: – Millions of lives.
2: Um, millions, yeah, exactly. You know, it's not only um, – so you think of, like, the basic needs that you have. Okay, you're in a pandemic. You're already depressed. What makes you happy? Oh, you throw them a little money. You know what? Because then it makes the rent maybe half the price. Maybe it puts some food on the table. Maybe it allows them to get some nice Christmas presents for the kids without them feeling like they're they're bad parents because, you know, they lost that job and they're still trying to hold on to the hope that they'll be able to, you know, get their small business back on the on the ground. There's there's so many individual cases, people across the country that um, I really um, my prayers go out to them every day. Really, um, you feel the pain, you feel the you know, struggles yeah. of um, of all the people that are suffering. And you know, one of the things I have to say I'm thankful for it's like, I mean, as a nurse, you know, I've kind of always had a job. It's kind of you know given, but um, it's made me more thankful that um, that I've chosen the career that I did. I mean um, it's been tough it hasn't been easy um, but at the same time you think of so many people that are you know musicians or artists um, who who literally take um, that's their livelihood and that's what they do and it takes a lot of guts to do those kind of careers and everything's on hold you know um, like for example we had a, a band in Schenectady um, that just played at a club and all of a sudden there's tons of COVID cases and you know, it's like, I was just I, yes, yes. It was actually, it was a big to do. It was a very popular band. Um, and it really surprised me that they actually did it. And there was 125 people, I think at the event and, um, ended up being what you can call a super spreader. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I do, I feel for musicians, but I feel that if, the government can step in and say, "Listen, we're going to help you because, you know, this is your livelihood. This is what you do. We want you to do it after the pandemic, but we got to help you out a little. Um, you know, that's why I'm really hoping our government can come together so we can just so, just support everyone who really needs the help that's out there. But that said, um, I think we all have to keep in mind the pandemic is not sick of us. If if anyone understands like a virus and how it works and 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 the complicated, you know." Um, the complexities of it—it's uh—it's dangerous. Uh, I think we can't—we just can't put our guards down yet. It's—it's it's not even close to being able to put our guard down.
1: No, not yet. No,
0: I'm. Do think about
2: the mental health aspect because a lot of people had
0: their anxieties gone up, depression, stress.
2: It's rough, okay. right? It, it's rough. It's, it's rough, especially um, for the people who were working, you know, all the time, you know, even through the pandemic and. I know a family just got hit by COVID, I think it was a family of five or six, they all got ended up getting COVID and they had to quarantine and even just that little bit is driving people absolutely insane and it's it's really damaging a lot of people's mental health, not being able to go out and work, not being able to go out and see friends or family. I know personally, one of my family members is, is days, hours, minutes away from passing away and I can't even go see her because of, of COVID. and
0: I'm so sorry.
2: And not that, you know, not only that, but, you know, I'm two hours away from her. But, you know, the COVID thing, it, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's damaging on mental health to everybody's mental health. Just on the simple yeah. fact, we can't go anywhere. I mean, we can go to the grocery stores, sure. But, you know, there people don't want to follow the guidelines that, you, you know, our Department of Health and the CDC have set out. You know, wear your masks. It's and people just don't want to listen to that. So now there's maybe even more of an uprising in cases, and it, yeah and that's going to make people have to stay home for even longer. And that's going to make them more depressed, more anxious, suicidal, yeah. even. I, I'm I, yeah. honestly surprised that's... we haven't seen a rise in suicide. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh... The thing is, so, is, people are accustomed to their own way of their own way of living, their their own habits, their own, and they don't want to change. Some people are stubborn. Some people are just disrespectful, and yeah. and it it's it is horrible. Like cabin fever, I truly believe that's a real thing because yeah. you get depressed and you get isolated, and it's not healthy for anyone because people need to interact with each other.
2: Exactly. So, I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I, I am I work from home I have two of my own businesses, one that is still in the building and and then I have you know my my Facebook business with with my makeup and everything and I mean now I'm being forced to stay at home when before all this I was able to at least go out and you know go to the grocery store now I'm too scared to do that so I do a Walmart pickup where I have all my groceries delivered to me you know just on the simple fact of Walmart well, I, you know, I
0: glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up though Emily because. I noticed that's another positive thing that's key on is that Walmart pickup has skyrocketed since it yeah. all went down. It, yeah. jobs.
1: Walmart pickups, Grubhub, uh,
0: uh,
1: d- d- uh, Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash has all picked up.
0: Yeah, and Grubhub, I'm
2: sure, has picked up a lot, too. Huh. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I'd probably still use Walmart pickup only because it's a little bit easier for me with two kids with me. But. Absolutely. It, it's still it's insane, and I mean my husband's working his his butt off to to provide uh, considering I do stay at home and I don't bring in a huge income uh, and He's still he doesn't get paid enough and his hours got cut at one job and and now I have a car that's sitting in a shop and no other vehicle and We don't even know how we're gonna pay for that because well, he's not getting as much money as he used to but,
0: but- see, this this is part of what I was just talking about a little while ago. You have unexpected expenses that come up, and what does that do? It makes you anxious. It makes you stressed. Everything was going to be all right, but you just, at the time, you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I need, Yeah, exactly. It feels me to do
2: better, though. It feels me in a completely different way. It feels Um, feels me to do better, to work harder, to next month you know bring in that 3k income that I want you know it it's it feels me in a different way that it'll feel you know the average person
0: I just ugh, I just get bothered when people one guy I'll never forget he was outside of Walmart smoking a cigarette and he comes in he goes oh I can't wear a mask to have a health problem and I'm like
1: you just smoked a giant cancer stick you stupid dumb fuck
2: People all to all well. get a call at 3 a.m. I can't breathe. I think I'm having a heart attack. All right, well, let's put your cigarette out, put your oxygen back on your nose, and maybe you'll feel a little bit better. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible
0: habit to break, but it's just.
1: It's like, come on, common sense 101.
2: It, it is common sense, and it is a very hard habit to break. You know, I three, four months ago just quit smoking cold turkey. One, we couldn't afford for me to continue to smoke. And two, I noticed that I wasn't able to even play with my kids without getting winded. And I, I, there was multiple times where I looked at my husband I was like, I, I'm dying. Like, right now I am dying. Like, you need to call an ambulance and have a coroner come because I'm going to die because you need to quit smoking. And I finally realized, yeah, I need to quit smoking and quit smoking about four months ago because we quit cold turkey. And, Not you know, doing for you be better, but... Then you still get those people who are, are smokers and don't feel good and don't realize that they're doing it to themselves. Hmm. So, and then say they have a health condition where they can't wear a mask.
1: So right, right. now, Bad smokers. at the moment, I want to learn how to make my own toilet
2: paper. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, though, that would be the best. So if I, I could make my own toilet really- paper,
1: I'd be great.
2: And then put some old paper in it, right? Like old newspaper. Probably. Right? Boil it down. Yeah. And then you can dry. You can lay it
1: flat. And dr- no. And dry it you can out. Clean the tarp, let it dry. Yeah. There you
2: go. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's another thing that drove me nuts. Remember in March and all the paper products went out. People yeah. People in complaining, complaining, and it's like really. And it's
1: doing, you know it doing it again too, Walt. You know, I mean, you know that, right? I
2: know. It's because oh, my walmart's Walmart are off. still out. They came back and they are completely out again of toilet paper, paper towels, <laughs> all of it. Like they're gone. Like shelves are empty. I was surprised that I got paper towels, toilet paper. What I did. See, well, for some reason, people always go to Walmart though. Like I've
0: gone to dollar stores and they have a whole bunch of stuff. They do, yeah. They but do, it's yeah. Like everyone just loves to go to Walmart, probably because everything's there.
1: That's what I'm well, well, see, I'm one of those kind of people. You know, I learned my lesson on the first time around. So as soon as toilet paper came back, I've been buying a package of toilet paper a week.
2: I've heard of people doing that. Yes, that's
1: I've I'm <laughs> that's sorry, horrible. I'm one of those people.
2: People are the trying people were trying to return
1: it. Okay. I seriously, I've been buying oh, a package of toilet paper a week, does not matter where I am, you know. If I'm at the dollar store, I'll buy myself a four pack. Just to make sure.
2: I've already, like, I've never had any kind of um, toilet paper deprivity in my life because, well, not my life, but about uh, 10 years ago, I started getting to long term care and I ended up uh, filling in a position where I had to do all the ordering for an assisted living facility. So, anyway, so I learned how to order in bulk, right? Yes. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start ordering a case of paper towel and toilet paper for my own home. Every three months, and then I'll have enough. And I'll tell you what, I've been doing that for years. So, like when the pandemic hit, and I was like, "Oh my god, toilet paper!" I was like, "I've got a case. If you need
1: any." Right. <laughs>
0: so be careful um, you tell
2: that to, though, because you might have a riot going on. <laughs> They're there be I'll tell you. But I'll tell you, it's the funniest thing because I'm like scratching my head, being like, "You know, I'm just a natural paper product, um you know, order. So I'm good." <laughs> But it's only because of my experience with like, you know, ordering in bulk because I had to do it for this facility that I worked at, and I was like, you know, that's a good idea. Who like if you if you overorder paper towel, are you never not going to use it? I don't think
1: exactly. I use paper right. towels for everything, and I even use <laughs> and I even use paper towels for toilet paper and a pinch.
2: Oh, you want to hear something cool I got? What? Go ahead. I got bamboo paper towels. You ever try those, Tuck Suckers? They're pretty cool.
1: Ooh, I want one of those. <laughs> I've never uh, even heard of
0: it, to,
2: to be
1: honest with you. I, well, I've been getting Grove, and they have a get Grove order.
2: You know, the first thing you get, you all know, this free stuff. So, I was like, hmm, bamboo paper towels. Very, very ingenious. They're a
0: little rough, but they're okay. They're a little rough. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me how many people come up with
2: ideas. You like yeah. yeah, what I've been using a lot, though, honestly, is um, – the diaper wipes, those things. I'm like, wow, you can use it for like, if there's dust on your vehicle, you just use a quick diaper wipe wipe it off. <laughs> and like, Seriously, I didn't realize I how we used. It. It's like,
0: wow. So all my kids are out of diapers, but I'm still getting diaper wipes because it's like, wow, they're no, they're actually pretty handy. Oh yeah, I get like a
2: thousand <laughs> at a time. Like, every other week, I get a thousand wipes. Like, yeah, yeah, use them for everything.
0: Well, um, way? you get like spill something on your shirt real quick, you can just use a one like, well, to wipe
1: it off or something. Like uh so, just to change the yeah, yeah. subjects, um, quickly here, though. Um, you I'm not sure if you guys heard, though. Uh, the regal <laughs> cinema is pulling out of Great Northern, um, the, um, Carousel Mall and Shopping Town. No way, way, wow. wow. The only, I don't in that area anymore, so. the only. Movie theater around me is the Hollywood, which which you know as soon as, co- as as soon as this COVID thing is over, that place is going to be packed every night. Oh, About yeah. uh, Destiny, is that you see that was taken out? Yes, that's taken out. Wow. Rego is gone. J C Penney's is gone. Um. Uh.
0: Uh.
1: Macy's is on its way out the door. <sighs>
2: Oh,
1: not Macy's. Uh, the mall can't keep anything in because pretty much people are afraid to shop. Right. Everybody. I, I get it, though. I bet your Amazon's booming. You know, everybody. My, yeah, i just off my orders alone. And, and, <laughs> I know, me too. Everybody, <laughs> like myself, is shopping online. Like, for instance, I just bought like a crap load of Christmas presents through Walmart.com. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, Stop like So I kind of got screwed a couple weeks ago. I screwed I don't know. I've been myself. I did. I'm a lifelong
2: Amazon shopper.
0: You are? Say that again.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh Amazon. And- yeah. What do you say oh, about Amazon.
2: Amazon? Oh no, I've been a lifelong Amazon shopper. Like I remember when it first came out, was like, oh, no quarter off. I was like, no way. I'm ordering my kids are now 13 and 11 so I used to order like cases case of diapers, wipes, whatever I needed. I was like really? You get that delivered? I was like yeah, call the Amazon. You know? So I'm, right. a, I'm like a long Amazon shopper and I've always done my you know most of my shopping online you know? Right. Now everyone's I'm a nurse. Ordering. I don't like germs. I don't like people in general. I'm a nurse. I don't like being around germs. I don't like <laughs> I people. Don't in like general. people. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's I just really right. don't like people. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't like. like, I don't like. Why, yeah, after you work with people that just don't care about you and just give you that worst attitude they possibly have, or they're hypochondriacs. Or my husband had one patient who had pseudo seizures just to prevent going to a certain hospital. Um, it, it, it just gets to you, and then you're just like, okay, I don't, I, I just. People
1: suck. Yeah. <laughs> people just do people. suck. Except for you
0: guys. Yeah. Uh, Except for you guys. Yeah, you guys
1: well, I appreciate well, that. You know, the thing
0: is, is a lot of people are entitled. A lot of people are soft. It's just like my way or no way. <laughs> I've dealt with that so many times. Yeah. I've, I've yep. had people yep. yell at me at Walmart when they have no uh, electronic shopping carts, swearing at me one side and down the other. And I'm like, uh, I just work here. I don't order them. I don't. Yeah.
2: So, but God bless yeah. you working at Walmart. Oh my God! Like
0: sometimes oh, your I'm like, oh God. It's horrible. Majority of the people get oh, it, you know. That's they understand. It. Every day. But yeah, but just some people just. Well, why don't you have this? like the PlayStation Fives lately. Ugh. Why don't you have PlayStation Fives? And I'm like. Eh.
1: You sold out already. Yeah, they're in high demand. They're high demand, but. I also heard about the PlayStation Five though. You know there are so many bugs. A, uh-huh. There's so many bugs about with it right now. It's not worth getting.
0: It's because it's brand new. Every video game system that brand new that comes out is going to have glitches. It's, it's it
1: cool, which which you are right. You are definitely right. You know I got my very first Xbox One like seven years ago, and you know what? No, something I, I Brand new, never had a single problem with it until the charging block went like a year ago. You know what I'm saying?
2: So that's good.
1: Yeah, that's good.
2: But I'm an, I just like, I like uh, Nintendo. That's
1: all I like. Nintendo. Speaking of Nintendo, I just bought the girlfriend a brand new Switch and Nintendo Switch oh, for Christmas.
2: What a good guy you are.
1: Well, not really good guy, more like a selfish guy, because I want my Xbox back.
0: Wait, what, she ordered from you or take it from there?
1: We share the Xbox to watch Hulu and Netflix, but, you know, when I come home from work, at times, you know, I feel like I want to play a game, and I can't play the game because I got her and the girls watching TV through my Xbox.
0: I was just thinking about something, too. Like, Netflix and Hulu, they got to be doing good business now. More
1: people stay at yeah. home. Well, yeah. See, Plus. here's the problem that I'm having with uh, Netflix. Though. Um, other raises, they are raising other price again. Why? Why raise your price? Lower your price to get more people. Do you see what I'm getting at? Because I think because they know people are going to pay the
0: price right. because they want to watch Netflix because they can't go out
1: and about Well, it's
0: smart business. I don't yeah. agree with it, but I can see it. But
1: okay. You know, I, okay, I finally got files into my house because of the fact that my kids need it for school, right? Since I got files yeah. in my house, <clears throat> I get free Hulu Plus and I get free uh, Disney Plus for a year. Nice. If they're going to be put well, in, a, what's that? Love what was that? Disney plus.
2: Love it and Watch like some of the old shows. My kids are like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "I'm watching, I'm watching Seven Dwarfs," and they're like, "You are." And I'm like crying because I love, love the old movies, like the part where she like she dies, and they're all like, "You know."
1: Well, okay. I'm like sitting
2: there crying. My son's like, "Why are you crying?" But Snow White.
1: Well, actually, yeah. yeah uh, well, um, if I you,
2: just,
1: I love Disney Plus. If you actually dig deeper into a, uh, into a uh, Disney Plus, you'll see they have old TV cartoon shows that they have, like uh, Chip and Dale, uh, R- 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 Rescue Rangers, yeah. DuckTales, um, uh-huh. Gargoyles, and the Gummy Bears.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Go away. Way. You have to sit oh, there. Wow. No, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I gotta interject real
0: quick, because like, what Liz was <laughs> just saying, you watch something when you were a kid that made you emotional, so when you're an adult, you start crying, and the kids are like, "Why are you crying? You're like, just something in my eye. My allergies wreck me all the time." <laughs> pretty much. No, no, I'm I'm
1: pretty obvious. <clears throat> I'm a big baby when I watch
2: shows. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, for instance, uh, you know, watching- um, <laughs> like for instance, you know, if my kids, uh, be, uh, if my kids, uh, be begin to annoy me with something, I say the catch, I say the catchphrase, "Are you killing me here, Smalls?" And they're looking at me. Like Smalls, I'm not Smalls, and it's like don't uh, know what the reference is. exactly.
2: <laughs> so, but um, today
0: is a to, we're recording this on December eighth, and it's a horrible day because it's the 40th anniversary of the assassination of John Lennon.
1: Well, it's yeah. also a horrible week because you have to figure yesterday was Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I was reading yeah. a little bit about that. Go ahead.
2: Well, I also, um, I actually lost a really good friend today. She passed away this morning. So that was, I had a rough morning and it was actually my best friend's uh, mother. It was Tammy. And she was like the funniest person you'd ever meet. I mean, she was just, she would always, you know, every time I saw her, she'd be like, Oh, there she is. And like, we would just joke around and she just had the best personality. And, um, so she she died this morning with her friends and and I was in her family and I was, uh, I was able to help with some of the
1: care, so. Um, I'm sorry for yeah, your I loss. Right.
2: Yeah, oh, thank you guys. It was a. That's part of being a nurse, though. You know. Because, well, uh,
1: this Saturday, you know? my girlfriend lost her because she's technically married. So you know, you know, don't judge, but she's technically married, and she lost um, uh, Ahmad, okay. her father-in-law, um, Saturday afternoon. Oh
2: no, guys! I'm so sorry for your guys' loss.
1: And the oh. funeral is this this coming Saturday, so should be fun.
2: Oh, now I gotta. And I gotta that's the, the thing. It's like you can't oh. have like normal funerals either. You know, it's like it's so hard because that's one thing I noticed about like COVID too. It's like during this time, it's like you can't have those. You know, everyone get together. A lot of people doing like virtual funerals or you know waiting for after the pandemic to have like their proper funeral. it's hard for because their families are mourning too, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Now, I don't want to
2: be yeah, uh, like
0: not really emotional. But I got a question, Liz, cuz you've been a nurse for a long time. Um and I know it's yeah. horrible when people pass away, but after a while, do you kind of get immune to the feeling cuz you mm-hmm. know do you No, no I am not, not
2: like
1: <laughs> You're inhuman. no I'm kidding.
2: I get what you're saying um you know i think for the average like, for example i'll give you my example of like the first time i saw someone die when i was a new nurse i was just like ecstatic i was like ah, ah, you know it's like oh my god you know it's like i mean my hands were sweaty i was you know i was upset you know and,
1: and you didn't know what I think to do
2: that's and yeah you know they were just, it was actually got called to a code like it was on the hospital floor and and then of course the, the nurse who was her um her um the nurse patient's nurse was a, a new nurse I just graduated with and she's sitting in the corner crying and I went over with her and started crying <laughs> you know it's, and then um, you know after that point I it's, it's not to say you kind of go up from there but you um you'll think a little bit more objectively because you know when I used to work in the ER I did trauma nursing um, you know you had to try to think straight and save someone's life you know so um Mm-hmm. So not so you get immune to it, but maybe you think more objectively through um, what's going to happen. You know, I'm really good at doing education now with family. Um, I actually had a, another patient pass away recently. And, um, you know, they, the families really look to you. you know, like, of course, they ask you how long it's going to be and et cetera, et cetera. But um, I like to do more end-of-life doula work, which is, you know, telling them to be like, hey, listen, you know, play some music, talk to her, uh, you know, read her a book. Um, she can uh, still hear you. In a way, you disassociate yes. from the patient and just do your job, but still have that sense of caring to yourself because you know that's what the family needs. But in reality, you, you disassociate. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, it's I've, just a way of coping. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so you like have your, those calls. Your coping
0: skills adapt. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, you get nervous. You, you 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 get you get some. It's like almost like a different feeling. It's almost like um, how should I put it? It's it's almost you get like the same kind of. Yeah, it's different. It's very, very different, especially, you know, I've probably seen, you know, you know easily over hundred people pass away from, you know, working in the ICU to the ER to family and friends to just being by, you know, family member's side. I was there, my grandmother passed away. Um, and, um, you think of it more as like the end of like their life journey. So you try to mm-hmm. look at it from that perspective eventually instead of like, like they're dead, they're gone. And you're like, no, you know, Someone who lived on this world affected so many people they had a life journey and whoever went on that journey with them it experienced um. And them. They you know, experienced yeah, the world you. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So you try to focus more like families, on you know, like um, like one of my patients who recently passed away um, you know, I encouraged his family to all come over. Like, I mean, obviously they're, they're all scientists. It was so funny. They're all like six feet from each other wearing masks and they're all together. It was, it was hilarious. Except for a couple of people that were, you know, taking care of them on a regular basis. And, um, you know, I said, you know, let's, I brought up, I was there myself. And so I started to bring up some funny stories about what they had all told me in pieces. And, and all of a sudden they all started having this great jovial conversation and, and the patient was smiling, he was laughing and it was, so if you can be there with them present and try to bring out um, some happy times and some some good memories that they all share together, um, that really helps families. So I guess, you know, yes, you get to a point where you go from being like the sad one at the death to the person who needs to be there to to, to, to support them, you know? Yeah, you, um, you yeah. learn how to support the family more than the patient at that end-of-life stage because you know they're going to be upset, but you have to remind them that, listen, they lived a good life, and exactly. what did they do? What, what was the events that you know they did that were their best accomplishments, or what did they achieve, or to try to make them think of the happiness that they achieved during their lives rather than, oh, crap, they're dying. So Exactly. Yep. And, and, hey. and even in EMS, it's rough because, I'm, I mean, I remember calls, my very first uh, full arrest call it was terrifying i was still doing my time. i was still on courses and it was it was terrifying i mean it was uh, an something year old and it's just it's terrifying to try to save a life knowing that you're not going to be able to save that life at that point because it's too far gone and then you have family members there and and nursing staff and, and all that and then you know you go on your 10, to 11, full arrest, and you're like, all right, it's go time. You know, you're on compressions, you're bagging, you're doing this, and it's just you. You learn how to do a, a organized plan. where well, you have one other person who is maybe on crew or on that ambulance. You know, talking to the family. Listen, they are doing everything they can. We are going at the rhythm that we're supposed to be. We're bagging. We're doing everything we can. But I want to let you know there may be not a chance that this patient will. Your your father, your brother, your sister, whoever may survive but this is what i want you to think about i want you to think about all the happy times that you had with him. tell me a story about him tell me when you were a little kid or get their mind off of, of the tragedy yes. that's going on right in front of their faces
1: i'm you going know, to i had a
2: patient where we had a call it. we had to stop doing cpr we had to call med control and listen we've been going at this patient's been down for a half hour when in reality it had been about two hours um and calling a patient death in front of family was my second worst experience in my whole EMS career, you know, and then you have the the pediatrics, the pediatrics are the absolute worst. But then you have to look at mom and dad and be like, we did everything we could and I'm so sorry, but just remember, remember the day that, you know, he was born or she was born, remember that happiest moment of your life with your newborn baby? You have to remind the, yeah. of the families of, of the good times rather than what's currently going on. All so right. I, I like like it though.
1: Go ahead, I'm going yeah. to interject. I'm going to change subjects because this is becoming doom and gloom for just for a few, <laughs> I've been few minutes.
2: I'm going to
1: I'm going I'm going to basically interject and I'm going to put in a few things. First of all, first thing is first. If I ever go on this world, I want my tombstone that says this, I'm a, here lies Brian, don't ask me for another, I'm a, pack up breadstick. That's uh, first thing. You know what? Wait, wait, wait. I like on my you tombstone. My I would like put a picture of you
0: on your tombstone, like have like the basket of breadsticks underneath. <laughs> and then right, in, right underneath oh. and getting your effing self. Oh my god, that's okay.
1: so awesome! Okay, a uh, second thing, Walton and I are talking about maybe hosting kids' birthday parties to raise money for our podcast. What do you guys think?
2: Amazing idea! A kids' birthday
1: kids' birthday parties. I got the equipment here. You know, I got my laptop. And I got like microphones.
2: For
1: like for children. Like for children. Yeah. I think like
2: karaoke. Be like
1: karaoke. We could do karaoke. Can you do karaoke, karaoke? Can you do karaoke, Walt? Can you sing?
0: Oh my God, you already know oh. the answer to that,
2: Brian. <laughs> oh wait,
0: wait, wait, wait! wait. <laughs> Before we go any further, I gotta say this, cause uh, last week
1: they had on Walmart Radio the "It's the Most Wonderful Time of, time of year. you. and I kept singing it like the whole shift. And finally, the girl
0: that was working with me, she start singing "It's the Most." She goes, "Damn you, Walt!" I'm like, "Yo, <laughs>
2: gotcha." <you. laughs>
0: So stuck in her head.
2: It's the most wonderful song. See? I will what take you that. Here? God damn it, well. Mom. Yep. Chicken, wing, chicken wing, hot
0: dog, and bologna. I would take that oh, over that God. song. No. Oh, I love it though. Like, certain songs will pick in your head, like Baby Shark. Oh, I. Get it's
1: Peanut Butter, Butter Jelly baby Time. Peanut Butter, Butter Jelly baby. Time. Where you at? Where you at? I do think you are the
2: baby song. Oh,
1: because of the beat, because of the... Baby shark, did, 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 di- di- <laughs> I was watching a show where somebody told a lady to do CPR to, I'm, um, uh, staying alive. Yeah, that's the, that's the American Heart Association song, yep. Uh, All right. a different
2: um, one, though. Another one
1: by...
0: Welcome Utah. home. Yep.
2: When I was doing my CPR certification for the first time, uh, well, actually with your brother, uh, he taught me, uh... Another one bites the dust. He goes, whatever. Oh, no. no not that's not awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Though, my my again, brother, I though. I song think song is, that's awesome. That's,
1: that's that that hilarious. Song,
2: not singing it out loud
1: in front of family. That's, that's funny.
2: Those
0: guys
2: had a heart that don't, do
0: don't. Another one bites the dust. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I did it once. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. His, the wife's like, really? <laughs> oh,
2: <God. laughs> yeah I did it on an older gentleman. We got called on a full arrest. And uh wife oh, was geez. there, daughter was there, grandkids were there. Yeah, talk about embarrassing. Oh uh, see, awesome I'm doing I am doing my absolute most. I'm sweating. I parked I got a firefighter behind me wiping off sweat with a rag, and i and then Ooh, I was dead. Like, I lost tempo. And I knew i lost tempo because I wasn't doing it like I was supposed to, and I start mumbling, whispering on my breath. <laughs> and I was like, Oh crap, I'm saying that out loud. My partner just looked at me, absolutely mortified. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And then we got a heartbeat back, and I was like, Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. What uh, the who was wiping your perspiration? <laughs> she was a cute one, too, not gonna lie. Not lie. Then okay. You, no, then you
0: flip it around to Alright. <laughs> <Stay alive. laughs>
1: on this all note, right. on this note, we're going to end the podcast. I oh, thank you guys. Okay. Um April just okay. came home.
0: Okay, so yes, thank you both very, very much for doing this. I do appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. So oh, it thank, totally you, thank you, fun. ladies. We're it was awesome. great. Alright. Alright, take care of you guys. We'll talk to you later. Alright guys. All
2: right. Bye. Bye. Bye.